Welcome to Pick LJ Podcast, your official Gilmer Chamber podcast. Join us as we dive into local businesses and events that make Gilmer County special. Now let's find out what's happening in LJ today. Everyone, welcome back to the Pick LJ Podcast. Today we're having Larry Likens with Carter K Vineyards. Larry, welcome in. Thanks. Thanks for having me. Uh, it's good having you back on. One thing we talked about last time, which is really fascinating, is actually you're the original vineyard here in Gilmer County. That's right. The first vineyard uh, here in Gilmer County. Yes, sir. And so what, that's been about 15, 16 years, something like that? A little over 16 years. I mark it because that's the same year my daughter was born. That's the, that's the only way I can keep up with it. But yeah, so 2007. And you're a farmer first. I mean, you like the agricultural side of things. And I remember you had worked with cows and had done farming in the past before you opened the vineyard. Yeah, so definitely I got into vineyards because I'm I'm a farmer first, a vintner second. I have degrees dealing with animals. I'm mainly a cow guy. Quick side note, I still have 22 cows uh, that border and some property that borders the vineyard here. You can see them when you're at the vineyard. But yeah, I got into the vineyard because of the agriculture side of it. And when I was trying to figure out what I could do in agriculture, my wife and I, we wanted to live in the mountains. We like people. And there's a large side of the vineyard business is PR, talking to people and selling your story. So we figured out how we could combine my love of agriculture, people and PR, and uh, also winemaking. I do like winemaking, but again, the farming is my favorite part of it. Winemaking is interesting. It's a, it's a blend of art and science, which is, which is what I enjoy. Now, with everything that you have to do, how many people do you employ? I generally write 13 paychecks every pay period. But I probably have 15 employees because two full-time vineyard guys, I have a part-time vineyard person, and the rest of them are tasting room people. Well, tell me about those vineyard jobs. So what kind of jobs are the people that are working in the vineyards? What do they have to do? Oh, good. The vineyard jobs are is, is everything. It's, it's being a farmer. It's pruning the vines. It's planting new vines cutting grass, it's weed eating, pruning the vines in the winter, tucking and tying the vines, which is something we do in the summer to keep to keep them going. It's leaf pulling to enhance the, the grapes. Putting this time of year, we're putting bird netting on the vines, and that's a chore. Uh, it's harvesting. And those guys also work with me in the winery, so it's all the processing of the grapes. It's changing water filters, changing light bulbs. It's making sure doorknobs are working is maintenance of everything. Now, I don't know anything, but so grapes are on a vine, right? And so they're not necessarily on the ground. So are there things like weeds that can hurt them or take away nutrients or anything from them? Oh, for sure. So you want a weed-free zone under your vines. And the reason you want a weed-free zone is because the weeds, they compete with nutrients for the vines themselves. Nutrients being water, fertilizer, uh, sunshine, all those things. But probably the worst thing that weeds do in this area of the country is they hold moisture and if they they hold a lot of moisture and the problem with that is it proliferates fungus and fungus is the number one problem that we have here in the south we don't need to irrigate our vines for water but what we do need to do is uh try to fight all the fungus off because we just have too much water the arid regions like california parts of italy greece their problem is they don't have enough water our problem is we have too much water And the last thing that we talked about that stands out to me as well is that you are an estate vineyard, meaning that everything that you do is on site at the vineyard. Tell me about that. So we're we're in a state state vineyard and winery. And what that means is 
we produce all our grapes, we harvest all our grapes, process all our grapes, and we bottle all our wine. And then wine doesn't leave here until it goes out the door with the consumer. And that's relatively unique. I, I don't know if we're the only vineyard in Georgia that does that, but if we're not the only vineyard in Georgia that is completely a state, we're one of uh, two or three that, that does that. So that's something we try to make sure people know and understand. And they ask, you know, why don't we have a Merlot or why don't we have a Pinot Noir? And the answers are those grapes don't grow well here. So what we sell are grapes that we grow, uh, which, which limits some of the varieties that we can have. But we think that um, is more true to who we are in the area that we're in. And, and, you know, I can describe Georgia wine with a French word, which is terribly ironic. But the, the French word is terroir. There's just not an English word that, mean, that encompasses that word terroir. What terroir is means when, when you produce a wine, that wine encompasses everything about the vineyard where it's produced. That means the sun, the soil the birds flying over it, the farmer in the vines, how you care for the vines, how you prune the vines, how you harvest the grapes, how you process the grapes, and everything that goes into that. And that's the terroir of the wine. And that's what's unique about boutique wines. My Vidal Blanc, which is one of our more popular white wines, it's a hybrid of Sauvignon Blanc. My Vidal Blanc is going to taste different than a Vidal Blanc that's grown two miles down the road. And that's going to be different than one that's grown on the other side of the county. And that's different than one grown in California and so on and so forth. They'll all have similar similarities, don't get me wrong. But, but the differences come from the terroir and the different ways those grapes are cared for in the vineyard and processed. Not saying one terroir is any better than the other terroir, but terroir is what gives the wines their uniqueness. And that's the great thing about boutique wineries. You get a unique wine every vintage, vintage being every, every year. You get a unique wine. So this year's Vidal Blanc that comes from my vineyard is going to taste slightly different than last year's, which will be slightly different than next year's. That has to do with everything that goes into that rainfall, sunshine, everything that goes with that. That's fascinating. And just to expound upon that, and that's what's different between a boutique winery and a big winery like Behringer. Those big wineries, what they try to do is they try to produce the same wine year after year after year with the same flavor profile, same everything. Kind of the same idea as uh, McDonald's. You get the same mm -hmm. Big Mac and L.J. that you get in Oklahoma that you get in California. That's their consumer group they're trying to sell to. Boutique wineries, we want to sell our story. We want to sell the uniqueness of our wines. And, and those are the kind of consumers that we're trying to attract. Well, lastly, let's talk about your Crush Festival. So you have your 12th annual Crush Festival coming up, which is uh, where you invite people to come on out and they actually get to crush grapes the old-fashioned way with their feet. That's right. That's right. Yeah. As like you said, it's our 12th annual Crush Festival. The big, the biggest attraction is uh, people stomping grapes. We get barrels cut in half and people get to get in there and stomp the grapes. We use some really bright red grapes that leave a nice, nice red color on their, on their toes and they get to stomp it. And people just, just have a great time with that. You know, in addition to stomping the grapes, we also have tours of the vineyard. We got a tour trailer that we pull around on the tractor and give tours of the vineyard. And we have multiple bands and food trucks and vendors. It's basically a harvest celebration is what it is. And we just call it Crush Festival. It's a big family-friendly activity. Children and families are welcome. And uh, we have a great time. And it's, it's our biggest festival of the year. It's well attended. You don't actually make wine out of those grapes that you crush. You actually feed them to your cows, right? That's right. That's good memory. That's exactly right. So you like I mentioned, we got some cows next door that are ours. We have 22 cows. 
And uh, after people stomp on the grapes, we take them over and feed them to the cows. Cows love it. Side note, that's also what we do with our pumice. Pumice is what's left over after we make our wine and you press the wine out, you have skins and seeds left over and that's the pumice. And we also feed that to our cows. That's a great way for us to recycle what was in the vineyard and the cows love it and eat it up. All right, let's remind everybody about the dates for the Crush Festival and also tell me about the festival coming up after that. Crush Fest is September 23rd and 24th, that's Saturday and Sunday. During October, we have something called Fall Festival every weekend, and we also give trailer tours, and we have bands and vendors and everything, too. It's not quite as big as the uh, Crush Festival itself, but it's just a uh, another way to celebrate October since we have so many people in the town. We're located at uh, 5704 Clear Creek Road here in LJ, Georgia. It's out 52 East, just uh, we're in the same area as all the major apple houses out here on this side of town. Our website's cardicavineyards.com. Facebook handles the same thing, Vineyards. We also have X now and Instagram. So yeah, there's lots of ways to get in touch with us. And to purchase crush tickets, you can just go to our website or you can call our tasting barn and we can uh, help you with that. We look forward to hopefully seeing everybody at Crush Festival and having a great harvest. All right, Larry, thank you very much for being on with me today. All right, I appreciate it. Take care. All right, and thank you for listening to this episode of the Pick LJ podcast with Larry Likens. You'll hear this episode and every episode on Thursdays in the 5 o'clock news hour on WLJAFM 101.1 and WPGY 93.7 and 98.1 FM. You can hear this episode a day early by going to our website, WLJARadio.com, clicking the podcast button and finding the Pick LJ podcast. You can also find us on your favorite streaming sites like Spotify, Apple Music, iHeart, Podbean, and others. Be sure to tune in next week. We bring back Michelle Kellogg of the Kusawati River Resort to talk more about the upcoming Pick and Concert series and other fun activities you can expect throughout the coming months. Thank you for listening, and we'll be back again next week. This has been Pick LJ Podcast. To find out more about everything Gilmer County, visit gilmerchamber.com or visit the Gilmer Chamber Welcome Centers at 696 First Avenue, East LJ, or 10 Broad Street in LJ.